Especially yeah. the time that passed by, like six, seven months ago, you know, have passed to digest it. I was like, yeah, I still, it was, it was just like, I was like, why is this here? Like, do we need to do this? It's <laughs> like, was this necessary? Yeah. Overall, there's like a big thing with the celestials or whatever, but like. Yeah, well, they were trying that, to jam yeah. the Inhumans down our throats for so long. Then they got the X-Men back and they're like, fuck the Inhumans. I know, man. Yeah. I know, man. <laughs> Uh, it hurt me so much in Doctor Strange because my favorite character is an Inhuman. Yeah, Black Bolt. No, don't say it. Spoiler alert. God damn. Yeah, All right. Totally With that be being back, said, <laughs> uh, we are back, actually. Uh, I know you guys are surprised. We're surprised, too. This is kind of an impromptu thing we did last minute, but the Begin Boys wanted to reunite to bring y'all that nerdy goodness. So, the Begin Podcast, back in your ears, and as you can see by what you're seeing on the screen here on the live stream, I got the whole crew with me. It's your boy Catalyst, and to my very right with the really dope background. I don't know how he did it, and I'm the tech guy here, is... Ford Winter Blurred. So pleased to be back with these brothers, and we're gonna. Yeah, we got some. We have thoughts. Yeah, All we definitely, thoughts. definitely got thoughts. And then after him, I got. What up, y'all? It's the one and only Force, hip hop pop, ready to get into Phase Four. God damn! And then below him. What's good? It's your boy Double Black in the building, ready to get you into these multiversal thoughts from all the different realms. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And last but most certainly, like least, I got. It's your boy, Laser Beam. I'm ready to talk about uh, Evil Dead 4, a.k.a. Doctor Strange. Let's get into it. That's, that's okay. Real deal, Holyfield. So, uh, we're going to skip the synopsis this time around. We're going to see if it's a format that works for you. Also, this is a quick shot. We're just trying to let you know how we feel about how, how it went. Um, so, we're going to kick it around the round table. Uh, how do we feel about this new Doctor Strange? Also, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We will be talking about things if you haven't seen it that you don't want to hear about. So, let's do it. So what up? So I'll start it off. It's your boy Double Black. Um, real quick, uh, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. Um, had some problems. It wasn't a perfect movie. Uh, you know, it was a good sort of kicking off of Phase 4, finally getting into real stuff, like that tangentially at least touches some of the other MCU stuff. I feel like only really like Loki and kind of, Falcon and Winter Soldier really dealt with like Phase Four stuff as like the larger arcs of Marvel, like Shang Chi and some of the other films. Eternals seem to be like just kind of out there on their own. Um, but overall, I did enjoy this film. I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, Sam Raimi back directing. You know, it kind of has a horror vibe to it. Uh, the main problem is I think his directing style is a little dated at this point. 
um, some of his choices of just like making Wanda like this Jason Voorhees types character that's chasing down America and Doc Strange. Like that was really cool in the eighties and maybe the nineties, but like nowadays it seems like a like a uh anachronistic choice. Like it's out of time and stuff know. like that. So they would have they would have never had a girl with two parents uh, of the same sex in the eighties. So that too, that too. But um, one thing, so while I spent my time mainly talking about is some stuff that I, some scuttlebutt that I heard about how COVID and Sony really fucked the MCU on this is that um, apparently, because if you go back and look at the original, because I was there in 2019 when they did the, the phase four timeline, you know, WandaVision was supposed to come out and then th- in January of 2020. And then um, like two months later, the... Uh, Doc Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out like right after that. And what ended up happening was with COVID, like pushing everything back, um, it got flipped in that WandaVision came out and then we have all this time. And then in the meantime, Spider-Man came out. Spider-Man was supposed to come out after the Multiverse of Madness. And with Spider-Man coming out after the, before the Multiverse of Madness, because Sony didn't want to move the holiday date because they wanted that holiday money and they have right, control right. over the release date. Oh, and so, it. yeah. And so Sony, and so what that meant was that like, you couldn't like America was supposed to be in the Spider-Man movie. Like, and she was supposed to be the one that made the spell go bad and like all this kind of stuff. Like, it makes more sense. Like why would Dr. Strange, like the best wizard ever fuck up that spell. And it was like, if you look at the end of multiverse of madness, America's just learning how to be a, a wizard. And she like, wants to hang out with the kids that are like her age, like Peter and Ned and stuff like that. And so she's doing something for Peter and the spell goes bad. And then when all the beings, when all the enemies come through, because we already had the multiverse of madness and strange now knows about incursions and people from other dimensions crossing over. And that's what causes incursions. That's why he's so like, we have to either kill these guys or send them home. Like, that's why he's so like, like just like very like, you know, just blunt, like lawful neutral in multiverse in Spider-Man No Way Home and stuff. And also yeah, that would have made more sense. And then also, like America's main power is the multiverse. Like it was supposed to be her, not Ned becoming like magical. She was supposed to like punch, do her star power stuff and go get Toby Maguire and go get Andrew Garfield and be like, hey, we like your villains are coming into our universe. So we need your help. Like I'm, I'm like it makes way more sense. Instead of, instead of just having it. him fall out of the sky in an apartment that. building. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it makes way that. more wait, wait, like when I read that online a couple of days ago, I was like, oh my I was when I was like, I gotta talk to the beginning, guys. We gotta get we gotta broadcast. Yeah. I was that, just like I was you know, I I I was wondering because that that one thing that um comic book nerds as we all are to an extent are kind of strict sticklers for our continuity, right? Yes. And as far as the MCU goes, as far as they can, I think they've done an extraordinary job. I mean, not every little thing, but the idea of doing 20 films and having 25. a few line through all those films is yeah. an amazing feat of, of trying to keep things straight. And this just seemed like such a weird departure for me and 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 it it felt kind of shoehorned um 
Yeah. Well, because I was reading it. it, Yeah. uh, Because I was reading about all these reshoots they were doing, and most of the reshoots were with the the the, like the scene with America and Wong and Steven at the cafe, and they're explaining who Spider Man is. Because now the movies are out of order because Sony refused to move that December date, and Multiverse of Madness got pushed back because of COVID, and they changed directors and like all this stuff. But originally, Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out way before Spider-Man. And so, like, that, and that explains, like, why Strange is, like, because, like, she's supposed to fuck up the spell. Then Strange is supposed to come in and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then, like, take over and then be very, like, you know, um, and him and Peter are doing the thing where, he, you know, Peter traps him in the mirror dimension. But then America's going to get the other spider people to try and fix it and stuff and so and it's supposed to be like you know high school kids doing high school stuff kind of breakfast clubby and stuff and then that's what that's supposed to be like and multiverse of madness is is supposed to be like way before spider-man and and stuff and so and it makes sense because things things like it didn't feel really in sync to me with what had come before with multiverse of madness and stuff so like that was really when I read that online and was talking to a guy at work who was telling me about it, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. Like, this completely flips it and makes it a way... Like, if, if Sony had, like, just relinquished that date and, like, pushed it to the summer and Multiverse Madness that came out over the winter, like, the continuity would have been better and would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, my big, like, sort of, like, deal with this movie is that, like, it would have made... The movie would have been even better if it had come out in the order it was supposed to come out in. And stuff, and so, um, yeah, I you know, say, I just want to say, so during when um, no way, no way, home, no way home came out, there was a bunch of uh, a talk about all these reshoots that were being done that had been done for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, and I was like, why do they? Why does it need all these reshoots? There was constantly all this talk about they reshot so many things and so many scenes with, you know, both of them and. And I was like, so this is clearly why. That so I think that's really interesting. Yeah. So. All the so yeah. I'm sure we'll get into like the spoilers of the actual movie and the characters showing up and this character and that character as you guys talk. But that was like my big like news that I wanted to share that I did some digging on. And I'll kick it over to Corwinder. Let you go. Wow, that, that kind of changed my whole thing. I was gonna. I was getting I ready. <laughs> my mind is blown. <laughs> Somebody in the comments said the same thing with the mind blown thing. I was like, "Oh in, wow!" In, injecting the injecting the knowledge. Well, uh, I I I did. It, the movie felt to me like um, like a tie in issue of a comic, but you were there. It's like you know, if you if Doctor Strange one was like his main book, and Doctor Strange two is like a tie-in comic that has nothing to do with the main book and i was kind of expecting the continuation of dr strange's story kind of like you know like where's uh where's mordu what's he doing you know what what's what's going on with that you know and then you know clea shows up at the very end so it's almost like dr strange 3 is going to be what dr strange 2 should have been i I guess i don't know there there wasn't as much, you know, it's basically Wanda and America's story. It's just as much Wanda's story as it was uh, Stevens, and and that's okay. But you know, again, in, in in telling you, in in if if this had come out closer, like two months after WandaVision, then yeah, this would have made complete sense. And I would have been like, okay, this these 
this is these things flow into one another. Yeah. But since it didn't, it just felt it it, it felt jarring to me. It's kinda of like, you know, Doctor Strange is kinda of like the side character in, in, in his own movie. You know? It's like he didn't even you know it's like his whole like his whole thing was to get to the point where he could give a speech to America. Like that's the whole his whole arc got to the point, <laughs> set him up to just give that speech and in America could punch Wanda through a star, you know. And You can do it. <laughs> you know, and Yeah, believe and, uh, in yourself. Which is a good message and all that. It it it, it is. But, you know, I, I guess I I I think I would want it to, I mean Doctor Strange I think is like a really cool character and I really would have uh I think enjoyed seeing kind of a continuation of his kind of wacky Ditko-esque stories. Um, and I think if they do another one with oh, and can I just say again another spoiler? Uh, Charlize Theron as as Clea is just inspired by <laughs> by my by my thinking. Like I love that. Just real quick, okay. when when we were when me and uh, Double Black were watching the movie together, like Charlize Theron showed up and she's like, uh, "We got to do stuff," and it's all crazy incursions, and both of us like. I don't know who that is. We were like, uh, but we were like, uh, Force and Corwinder will definitely know who that is. And we're like, and we figured out later, you know, we researched or whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get them on the phone. We'll get them yeah, on the mic. The, the, entire, the entire theater I was in said the same thing, like out loud, which is why that's so funny. They was like, who is this chick in the purple? I don't know. <laughs> You know, yeah, but I think that's so. kind of cool because at least you get intrigued by it, and she, like, she's one of the, she's kind of one of the primary supporting characters in in Doctor Strange's story, you know, and and um, she's the, uh, you know, it's like she and Wong are are like the his supporting tri triumvirate. You know, you can't really tell those stories without without them. It's like. Um, you know, Batman, Robin, and the Joker. You know, it's kind of like Wong, Stephen, Clea, and Mordu. But anyway, um, I, I think that I, I like that the, the they chose actors actors that are that are kind of contemporaneous. You know, and like you know, Clea isn't like a teenager, and I like that they are um, both equally talented actors, but equally having they have equal kind of screen presence as well so i'm i am looking forward to seeing what you know they're doing in the dark dimension or whatever dimension hopping that they're going to do um cuz you know and again you know speaking to to um to double's point um the the, the first doctor strange movie really leaned into the trippiness of how magic works and you go into these different worlds and dimensions and and the 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 uh everything is is kind of like all these perspective changes and these cool spells and all this stuff and and uh and you know sam raimi wasn't necessarily interested in that he was more interested in telling uh and i and i did like you know the 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 zombie the not the zombie but the horror aspect of it 
but I just wish yeah. um, again it, it wasn't what I was kind of expecting in a in a movie called the Multiverse of Badness. I wanted to see like re, like Doctor Strange's powers turn up to eleven, and and I didn't get that. Although I did, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, I was like, man, it felt like it felt like filler to me. So that's that's what I got. All right, uh, I guess what I, I'm supposed to anchor down the middle here, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I kind of uh, feel the same way as Cordwinder. It felt somewhat filler esque, I guess you could say, in this instance. Um, I, I enjoyed it probably a little more than just a movie that was filler, uh, but I also had the. Uh, the I guess predisposition that it was going to be much more horror uh, related, and I guess in the MCU this is a lot of horror, a lot of like scariness, but it didn't necessarily come across that way to me when I, I was uh, I was hoping for like the first real scary thing that could come out of the MCU, which the multiverse could house uh, and totally give us. But um, you know the cameos were phenomenal. Um, I was all about you know the the Illuminati. That was real cool. As soon as oh. I, yeah, as soon as I as soon as I heard that they were coming in, like I know the trailer kind of ruins it. Uh, thanks to Laser Beam and Double Black, I don't really watch those anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I thought it was awesome when they introduced all of them. I was hoping maybe we would see like you know somebody from the tribe of Wakanda that might be there, so we can pass the mantle on or something like that. But uh, you know, Black Bolt's one of my favorite characters, let alone, you know, in the MCU, let alone in humans. Uh, to, so to see him even get some screen time was phenomenal, uh, even though he died quite unceremoniously. Uh, <laughs> and he, got, he even got Anson Mount to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, I kind of feel like it was, it, it sits right in the same space as this last Spider-Man movie for me. Like, it, it wasn't like the best MCU movie. It didn't, you know, blow my mind or anything like that, but you know, it's, it's worth a watch. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, glad to see that we might get some X-Men in this universe, you know, finally and stuff like that. Cause pretty much all my other favorite characters come from, from the X-Men and things like that. Uh, the, uh, the sequence where you first meet America was pretty awesome. Uh, where he saves her when she's real scared from the traveling of multiverses or whatever. Uh, so I, I appreciated the look of the film, the feel of the film. Uh, but I'd, I'd have to agree. It, it just, it didn't stand out in any way, shape or form. Whereas like a movie like black widow didn't have as much to do with the MCU story or pushing the plot for it. But I enjoyed that movie much, much more. Why is that? Uh, well, black, I think black widow had more, you know, stylistic action. There was much more, uh, appealing visually, even with the multiverse and traveling through multiple places and stuff like that. Um, I'll be honest, the story was better in uh, Black Widow. <laughs> it was, like, much better, even with the, the drop of the ball that was Taskmaster. Um, so, I, I don't know. It uh, Black Widow just felt more like these previous MCU movies that are so much more captivating, as opposed to this new style of MCU movie that we've gotten since the pandemic has hit us so hard. Uh, and I think... Can I just jump in to clarify one thing? I think Black... I mean, a lot of the most successful... MCU movies um, basically take another format of movie and kind of lay it on top of that, you know, um, like uh, um, with the Witcher Soldier was a, a a kind of a spy thriller, you know, and Black Widow was Marvel's James Bond movie, you know, everything from the the sets and the you know 
the 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 floating base you know that the villains in you know, all that stuff so i think that with black widow you know you kind of knew what you're going to guess like oh they're going to make a james bond film with with natasha fine i'm there uh for this one if you're expecting it to be you know you know friday the 13th what what uh, or what uh you know marvel's version of that you you, you just it just didn't I don't know what it was. It, it, it didn't it, it, precisely. It didn't Pre- precisely come together. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll just jump in and say a couple of things. One, you're totally right because Kevin Feige has said several times they're leaning into genre filmmaking, whereas like each movie is, they're trying to make like a genre, like like lean into like the heist movie of like with Guardians and stuff like that, or you know even in Avengers Endgame, like the third, the second act is a heist movie. Like yeah, this yeah. movie. Like, Scarlett Johansson was like, I've always wanted to make a James Bond movie. And literally, when she's sitting in her trailer eating those beans in Nova Scotia or wherever the hell she is, or Norway, she's watching Thunderball. <laughs> you know? Or no, not Thunderball. She's watching Moonraker. Goldfinger. Go Moonraker. She's watching Moonraker. Moonraker. So, like, there's, like, all these nods. You're totally right. Like, the floating boss at the end. But, yeah, you know, Shang-Chi is supposed to be, you know, it's a family movie, but it's also, like, their attempt to do, like, a kung fu flick. And, and, and so... Like, Marvel's going to lean, because of the success of Civil War and Winter Soldier and Guardians, like, they're going to lean more into the genre filmmaking. And I think Doctor Strange is their attempt to do horror, but I think Scott Derrickson, their first director, brings a different kind of horror than, like, Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi's horror, in my opinion, is just kind of dated. It's not as horror because we've seen these tropes. These ideas, like at one point, they're fighting with musical notes. How scary is that? Right. I, mean, I just, I feel like it's very limited to how much you can do with the MCU platform, yeah. right? Like, like yes. horror typically or, has or to push Disney. the envelope. Yeah, exactly. Disney even more so, but uh, you have to push the mm. envelope of what you see on the screen or what the the viewer has to deal with emotionally. And I feel like you can't really do that with an MCU film that's licensed by Disney. So yeah, like, yes. While you saw some like blood and some like zombies and like dead stuff and people actually were murdered on screen none of that is scary like none of that is like a yeah. horror film it doesn't make me feel uneasy i'm not scared yeah. of scarlet witch i'm just like oh she's fucking shit up but, like <laughs> well, you also have to remember that the, these movies are for a much younger generation and so if you put a, a younger kid into these situations it'll be scary there there are some scenes where like Good you point. know she's coming out of the mirror and all that stuff like you know i you're in your 30s. We're talking about kids, like people, 12 year olds and stuff like that are watching. Fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, it's, they have to skirt that PG 13 line because, and it is a Disney property, but she did snap Xavier's neck. That was pretty, I was she like, did. whoa. I mean, she exploded Black Bolt's head. I get it. Like, there was things yeah. that happened. People died. People lost their lives. She mm-hmm. turned my man, or, or even, she even turned the, Mr. Fantastic uh, into spaghetti. So, like, I get it. Like, coming through the, 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 um, the tunnels. There was a lot yeah, of tension. That, yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I, yeah that didn't scare yeah. me, but I felt the tension in that scene. That was that. that I like that scene. I was going to talk. That's the scene I like the most. Or you know, yeah, exactly. Of course, uh, that scene has. I think it has well done tension uh, as against what uh, Double Black is saying in terms of datedness. Like it might be, but I, I felt like you know everything uh, new is old, you know, and, and vice versa. So like, I don't know, like. I feel like things come back again in full circles, you know. I think Doctor Strange is too powerful yeah. a character to 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 try to horrify. 
I, I don't I yeah. guess I think that's what would make it even scarier if like something actually like frightened Doctor Strange like right, but you'd have to do it in a in a way that wasn't like a I don't know that's that that's that's just that's just me I understand that uh, there were scenes that were tense and they did work you know Sam Raimi does is is really good at at doing that and those those scenes worked but I think that you know maybe writing an idea around something like what could horrify the the most powerful most accomplished sorcerer in this dimension let's do that and not just like it's a you know the thing that's that's horrifying to, to all men is like a, a woman wanting to see her children no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, so I, that's so, kind of how I felt. Like, there could have been anything else other than a character I've seen before yeah. that wasn't very intimidating to be the source of horror. Well, see, I... All right, so I'm going to challenge you on that. So, like, because the thing that's intimidating why he's running from her, and it, you can disagree or agree or disagree with it, is that, you know, she's more powerful than him because she's got the dark hold or whatever, and she's Scarlet Witch. So in this instance, she's stronger than him, so he can't fight her, so... He has to like run, you know, you know, the whole the whole tunnel scene is like he's running away from her. And so why so Catalyst, you're saying she's not intimidating because just because she's like Elizabeth Olsen or something or No, because just, there's like, a lot of ambiguity on what she can and can't do. So all of a sudden she just can do some shit that makes her the scariest thing in a movie or something. Like they never explain really like The Dark World, that book. The makes book. Her, yeah, I know that it, I know the book is what this movie is about, but you know. Before yeah. she was weird, before you know, like it, it's it's not. You no, know, WandaVision really delved into what she was as a magical being, and they explained yeah. prophecy. She's forged into the Scarlet. The Scarlet Witch isn't born; it's forged, created, and it's a weapon. Right. And, that, and that's that's true, but also that's another thing. It's just that you know her whole arc of of WandaVision was just kind of like. It's like she has these kids. Like, how she have these kids in the other dimensions? Then you know who, who's the dad? Where's Vision? And all these Maybe other they, yeah. they, they they forged it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like how if her kids were imaginary, then those other kids are imaginary too, right? Yeah, yeah, probably in theory. Unless because they're her and Vision's kids. Unless she's there's like you know they're immaculately conceived or something. I don't know. Possibly. She, yeah. She's magic, and she made him from magic. So, but I mean, I don't know if they're going to delve into the. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to delve into the whole Mephisto angle from the comic books, or they're just going to say she magically created them because she wanted to have kids. Well, that's, and, what, that's. I mean, that's taken from the comics. That's what they they did. You know. Yeah. They she but, she she, she uh, um there's a whole thing uh, that um with uh. Agatha Harkness, who was like this old nanny, and she was like, "Wanda, you made these kids up." She's like, "No way." She's like, "Do you ever notice you're always losing your kids? It's because they disappear whenever you turn around." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like whenever it's like basically in the comic it was like whenever she wasn't directly focusing on them, they ceased to exist. Whenever she wasn't putting like a ton of effort into manifesting them, they, they yeah. weren't a thing. She's like, "Where are my babies? Right. Oh, here we are." You know that kind of thing. So that. That's how it was in in the comics. They lean into that a little bit in the in the in the show. WandaVision. In the in WandaVision, but then her whole arc, you know, of the. I mean, I guess you could say that you know, 
what drove this Wanda to the brink is that she lost everything. You know, she lost her kids and her and and the, all of those things and her and her the love of her life. You know, and maybe those other Wandas didn't. But at the same time, you know, Vision is still an android. You know, Vision's still Ultron. You know, so it's like, where do these kids come from in all these other dimensions? I mean, they're made by magic, obviously. So I was going to say, we, yeah. just, we answered that question with the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Then, why couldn't she just do that? If they all did. Oh, why couldn't she make some more kids with magic? If they, if everybody, if all the other Wanda's made magic kids and they're all living in magic families, I mean, maybe, they're all like, maybe one are all those great. Wanda's like in, in little pocket bubbles of enslaved towns too? Yeah, maybe <laughs> once you create magic kids, you can't create a second pairing of magic kids uh, like you don't know i don't know that's that's another that see that's trying to get out of that's corner. one time one time limited use you uh, know Dungeons uh, all right so what you got what what, what do you what got, you got? Laser beam. What do you got laser beam? your turn your turn laser beam what do you got all right so i wanted to talk about um i saw briefly uh i i just wanted to say i did really so i've actually i have um Anyone who knows me knows I actually don't like um, a lot of the the Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies. I actually have problems with the original three. Um, ironically, you know, strangely enough, I like the third one the best. Um, Iconoclasm. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wild man. <laughs> I'm a wild man. Uh, I don't really like it that much either. Um, but and so I didn't think I was going to like this movie, but I actually liked it a lot. Uh, I think maybe I liked it the most out of the people here. Um, we'll see. Um, because I, I I liked what Raimi was doing with the horror. Like everything, uh, I guess, uh, or very different from what Catalyst and, and Double Black are saying. I I, I like the, the retro throwback. Essentially, if anybody, if you guys know, uh, the audience out there, uh, Sam Raimi uh, made his bones in these, these uh, series of films called The Evil Dead in their uh, classic quintessential horror films uh, from the 80s. And... Uh, game just and came those... out, by the way, too. Cop that. Evil Dead the Game just came out. Yeah. Check that out. Check that out. And 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 in those movies, the bad guys are this this evil force that you pretty much makes uh, animates dead people like and, and makes them into demons. Like, these demons go into people's bodies and they're like zombies, but they're even more powerful and magical than normal zombies. They're called deadites, um, and they and essentially, if you haven't seen those movies, that but you've seen uh, the movie we're talking about, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Essentially, what Wanda becomes, and then and Wanda and Doc Strange when he goes inside, especially when he goes inside of a dead uh, corpse of himself, uh, he's uh, essentially a deadite, um, and uh, that was the. Dope. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was really cool, and that was and how they dealt with the rules of how that works and what you can and can't do and all that stuff. And uh, so it was a lot of a lot of Sam Raimi horror, uh, but like like you guys are saying for Disney light stuff. Um, so that was fun. Uh, to me, that was fun. Like his he uses camera angles, he zooms in on people. He, um, I don't know, it just worked for me in terms of how this movie um, played out. I thought it was really cool and fun. Like when, especially the, yeah, the the scene where she comes in wreck shop on the, the uh, Illuminati, th this fake Illuminati, 
who who got the their business handled you know uh handed to them <laughs> Caluminati, two shots to your body <laughs> two shots to your body because <laughs> uh uh double black can verify we watched the film together um you know and uh we had some people with us and uh, my favorite scene is like when they fight the when she fights the Illuminati and kills them all. Especially when she kills Captain Carter. It's I cheered, I screamed, I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was very excited about Captain Carter's death. He's like, "That yeah. bitch is dead." <laughs> because like I don't like that character, and I think that's uh, stolen glory of Captain America. And, uh, and then two, I can do this all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Get your own yeah. thing. Get your own thing. Captain Independence. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Get your she own thing. She literally said that when she said that. It was like, stolen glory. Stolen glory. <laughs> and, and then, but, but also that she's like this, this punch flipper person. You can't, uh, and to your point, uh, uh, Corwinder, uh, a punchy flip person, as strong as a cap or even a Captain America or Captain Carter is, they can't handle a wizard. Yeah, like, get out of here. Especially uh, the the Scarlet Witch, the Darkhold Wizard. Like, anybody on Strange's level or, or above yeah. like yeah, would do exactly that. Like, blam, blam, boom, you're dead. Get out of my face. <laughs> like, punchy flip yeah. person is the new term now, too. Punchy yeah, person. punchy flip. Yeah, that's what they do. Hoo, hoo, flip, flip, punch. Get out of here. Yeah, and also, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, one, one thing, though, that, that a script, you know, there, there was, like, a little bit of a you know, I, I don't I don't know who John Krasinski's uh, um, Mr. Fantastic was. Yeah. But Reed Richards that I've 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 read would never just tell somebody how to defeat somebody else. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> like it's like yeah, Black Belt could kill you. All you have to do is say a word. Oh really? Word. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's like come on, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a teleporter. Like why couldn't he just like not like he teleported into the room? Why couldn't he do that away? You're absolutely correct. I said the same thing. I said why not just leave? Why you try to say something with your mouth shut? Like it don't even make no sense. They they did my man Black Bolt dirty, yo. Yeah, he's, and he's so a, he's I want to talk about that. He's a king. Why why they did Black Bolt so dirty? Because he uh, that actor Ansel Mount who plays Black Bolt in the TV show Inhumans and in this film, uh, that character that like essentially. The uh, Inhumans TV show and all the t- Marvel TV shows before um, all this new stuff on Disney came out were uh, 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 the overall producer was a guy named Jeff Loeb. And uh, Kevin Feige is the overall producer of all the MCU movies. And they hate each other. They've they've been battling and, and, and fighting for like uh, a maybe long, or 15 years now, maybe longer than that. They maybe there's some beef between them and they hate each other. And that's that's the main reason. Let's keep it a hundred percent. That's the main reason. Like all those defenders never got into the MCU before now. Like that was it's, it's everybody's like, why can't you know this is big struggle? Why like and there was this big deal that Matt Murdock was in the you know um, Spider Man Spider Man No Way Home movie. Thank you. And so it's like and so it's this big big deal. And that's why they all got canceled? And um, like why Jeff Lowe never got integrated. Yeah, exactly. Why Agent Shield, especially yeah, Agent Shield never got integrated into the MCU. Like all those TV shows would mention the movies, but the movies never mention the TV show verse, and that's because they 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 hate each other. And Feige was you know 
was winning and did did win. And so this movie, there was a final uh, fuck you to Jeff Lowe by doing. That's why black, doing Black Bolt so dirty. That's why he, he got done so dirty. It's another <laughs> the final exclamation of like fuck you. Here's your main character from you know one of your shows and like yeah boom. yeah yeah. To follow up on on Laser Beam's point is that and Jeff Loeb was just like he like the Inhumans was his crowning achievement. Like he had made a lot of headway with Agents of Shield and people were like, "Oh, like you're really doing some good stuff on TV." And he's like, "Wait till you see the Inhumans. This is going to be my crowning achievement. I'm going to take all of the mutant glory from from Feige. Like I'm going to crush it with this show." And like Feige's just like, "Here's your guy. He's dead in 2 seconds. Next bitch." <laughs> he was wrong about the Inhumans cuz that show was terrible. Well, well, the thing is though is that the uh, reaction from the fans about Anson Mount coming and playing Black Bolt again has been uh, insurmountable, <laughs> as they would say. Dad jokes, um, and pe- people are loving it. Literally, like the I, he's Black Bolt has been trending on, on my Twitter feed for a week and a half. So people have been asking for him. That. So yeah. I, I think Feige wasn't ready for that part. He was like, "Oh, screw yeah. this guy." People are loving it. People like, like him, yeah. More black. I mean, nostalgia is a real thing. Like, you know, people hated Hayden Christensen when he played Anakin. But, yeah. now, but now, like, when they announced he was doing Obi-Wan, he walked out on the stage, the fans erupted. Like, people were just here. Because, like, people look back with rose-colored glasses. People were, like, willing to forgive. And it's, like, to be fair, it's been, like, you know. To be fair, the Clone Wars did a whole lot to to make Anakin, yes, like, that character. That yeah, that too. Yeah, like, that's like, true. People, people love Clone Wars, Anakin. That's yeah. true, but you I, know, when he walked out on that stage, people loved him. So I, I, that's the that's the same kind of thing as this guy coming back for the Inhumans. Is like people are like, oh, I remember that. That was nice. Like it wasn't the best thing, but it's cool that they kept the content. Like you said, the continuity is very important to nerds. Very important. <laughs> um. So uh, one more thing. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is so Doc Strange's growth as a character. Uh, in both uh, in both of his his films is like you know he's arrogant and first he has to in his first film had to learn how to temper his arrogance to serve but then once and once he learns that but so when you meet him again in Avengers Infinity War and stuff he's he's essentially he's kind of like really strict with like he's like he's willing to sacrifice he says it to Tony and you know he's like I'm sacrificing all of you to save the universe you know I, I'm you know I'm gonna make that call and that's where this guy who in the beginning of of this film kind of was when he was about to kill America um to take her energy to fight the you know to 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 save the day or whatever to save the multiverse um and 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 then his arc was in this film was to learn and that was oh you guys say like you know yeah it was definitely a shared movie with you know Wanda and America's origin uh movie but uh his arc in this movie for whatever it's worth, is him just uh, learning to even temper his arrogance even more, and like he um, to help to help mentor people, you know, essentially mentor uh, and counsel people. Like he's trying to counsel Wanda, and he's trying to count, and he does also a better to let other people in. I guess let, let, exactly let people in, and like you know, encourage uh, America to like believe in herself, and like that was his ultimate power, not his his infinite near infinite magic but you know to tell her like you can do it you've always had the strength to do it you've been doing yeah that might bode well for for uh for the, the movie with him and clear in it 
that could be yeah, yeah that could be you know so he's having he's having growth as a character because i really 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 like the doc strange movies i really like the character in the in the mcu uh like i can't fake the funk i didn't you know i didn't know him in the comics like i said earlier i didn't know who cleo was so it's clearly i didn't read the comics you know growing up and stuff but i really like you know what cumberbatch is doing in these films um and then the last thing i want to say is i really like the end when the uh the right before the credits roll his eye that third eye comes and he's like oh. and that's very <laughs> Raimi, sam raimi-esque and that's like body <laughs> horror and like scary like oh. but then they immediately undercut that with the the first stinger when clea shows up she's like we've got business to do ghostbuster style uh you know zool or you know gozer is coming through and we gotta go slap him and then he's like he's like oh let me get my third eye ready uh you know like you just immediately undercut the terror and like you know body horror of the thing you just did and you're like all right let's go dun, 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 dun. i was yeah. like so that was like man man and just to say uh i like the, the the music fighting but i can see that's me being uh old man like ah fantasia disney yeah, right like, right that's what it is fantasia oh my i'm trying to figure that out for weeks I know what it was, baby. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I want to hear all oh the comic spells called out. I want to yeah. hear you. Winds of Oh, yeah. It's just the music. Where's the Winds of Yeah. Yeah. And so with that music transition, I'll throw it over to the music music master force over here. Yeah, going on that, Let's. I'm going to just piggyback off of what Laser Beef said. And I, too, kind of like the music fight. Thought it was a it was a cool way, like you know, magic's magic's a it's a hokey thing. Anytime you try and go like, let's just be real, like let's be real. Anyone knows in comics, once you throw magic in there, anything's anything's possible. Um, but just kind of bouncing off of what everyone else said, though, like I I enjoyed this movie. I saw it twice. I saw it once, uh, in regular, and then I saw it again in three D, and I think that. Um, you know, I'd always regretted not seeing the first Doctor Strange in 3D, and this movie lends itself to a 3D landscape more than a lot of other Marvel movies. Like I, I never really had that like FOMO, uh, and so when I got a chance to see yeah. Doctor Strange the second time, um, you know, it, it it worked. It really worked with like all the stuff moving around and things like that. Um, I thought that you know Sam Raimi did his thing. There's a lot of classic Sam Raimi. As Laser Beam said, camera angles, the way he's inverting stuff. Um, you know, that scene I had mentioned in uh, when Wanda comes out of the the mirror, you know, like only Sam yeah. Raimi would do that. Like the the yeah. kind of the body horror, the jerkiness of the 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 body and all that stuff. Classic yeah. Sam yeah, Raimi classic. stuff. And um and again, I, I, I wanna say that you know, I'm trying to take this from a yes, I'm a grown man, but also like younger me would have been like this is kind of creepy the same way i look back at some of the evil dead stuff it seems a little hokey but there's still like you know you get a reaction uh, out of some of that stuff um i was about to say that i thought that dr strange didn't have much growth in this movie but then laser beam proved me wrong per usual uh and i and i, I really do see that now because uh, they talk a lot about him having to be the one who holds the knife that's that was christine's kind of thing for the whole thing and uh you know at the end of the movie he wasn't the one to do he did not take america's powers he wasn't holding the knife he encouraged someone else uh which is also parallel to the way that he dealt with wong 
Um, and shout yeah. out to Benedict Wong. He's, yeah. he's got a long arc. Um, and say what you will about him being the, the source of Supreme, but there was that kind of like, you know, you got Doc Strange here, but he's not the king of the totem pole. Like there, so he had to learn yeah. humility throughout this whole movie. Uh, whether it's not being the source of Supreme, whether it's, uh, you know, yeah. when they first jump through the holes, the the multiverse holes, um, yeah. you know, and and Doctor Strange is like, well, we got to get back, but even if we get back, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, because Wanda's too strong for me, I can't beat her. So that right. that humility, I think, played out throughout it, and, and kind of not, looking back on it through yeah. Uh, yeah. laser beams kind of view, I, I see that, and I, and that solves that for me. So thank you. Uh, yeah. But I did think there was a couple lazy parts. Sure. Uh, uh, first, you know, naming is a big thing for me in comics. And calling the space where the Book of Ashanti was the Gap Junction, I was like, that, did, that didn't fly for me, son. LLPJ <laughs> pops up and does the FUBU rap about, like, the Gap Junction. <laughs> it's the space Fair. between universe. Come on now. Like, <laughs> There. You say LL Cool J right? Yeah, was on the move. <laughs> 1995 called. They went to Gap commercial. Damn. Um, so, so that was kind of lazy. Also, Christine, who I'm now calling the Sorceress Supreme, the Christine from the who who sewed his cloak back together. Oh right. Like seems from the other universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorceress Supreme. Uh. Oh, so you get it? So, so, yeah. so, or, so, so, seamstress supreme, uh, seamstress supreme. That, that's, that's that was that was a little weird too. Like this is a <laughs> a living like <laughs> seamstress supreme. Now we crossing lines. That's a lot. <laughs> that's whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, it, and it brought me so, and I know how you guys feel about this, but for me. In the first one, and, and even in the uh, "What If" uh, Doctor Strange episode, um, where, where they really rely heavily on this love aspect of Christine in Doctor Strange, which kind of reminded me—you know—again, it's it, it's always bothered me because it's parallel to Tony Stark and, and Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, kind of like they're the same dude, but just one is techy and one is magicy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm glad. I think they hopefully put aside the Christine Palmer thing. Yeah. Uh, if I'm correct, she's not really in the Marvel comics as a love interest of Doctor no. Strange. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. Get her out of there. Yeah, I, I, just, I, 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 I don't. I don't need yeah, pigeonholed love interest either. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need. I don't need, I don't need pigeonholed chemistry. Love like in the movie, they don't even have chemistry together. The actors. Yeah. Like, it does, it doesn't push her. the plot. Even if they didn't have chemistry, yeah. at least if it gave me another aspect yeah. of Doctor Strange to learn about and know about, then great. But like, it, it literally does nothing to push the narrative. I agree. Yeah. With that. And that, yes. so that, that was my biggest thing, and and that's why I was really excited about Clea. Clea showing up. Yeah. Clea is actually a love interest. She is like the niece of Dormammu or something like that. Apparently, you know, yeah. human. Not she's a, an interdimensional being. Uh, she eventually becomes the Sorcerer Supreme in current Marvel. Uh, so I, I'm more excited about something like that. Like someone who, yeah. like, on his level, that has some depth to it, and you can find. Yeah. Right? yeah. I don't. I don't need. Maybe the, yeah. There'll be on yeah. screen chemistry, you know, between these two. 
And behind the scenes, Charlize Theron has been trying to get into MCU for like a minute. She lost out oh, the yeah. Captain Marvel role to Brie Larson. So, yeah. you know, like she's very like on board with what they're doing. I'm here for You can pay me scale. You can pay me $200 a day. I'm showing up. I just want to be in these movies. I mean, I think this is a much better fit because it's like. Yeah, she can't be no kind of. She'll, she'll have somebody to act against. Who's yeah. an actor she is. Yeah, and that's yeah, pretty cool. I think um, it'd be good. Um, you know, my other thing is is again, like everyone said, the Illuminati. While it was great to see, I was just like the Black Bull scene. It was shocking. I'm kind of pissed because that's my man's. Um, I I really did think, and I, I think I told Corwinder this. I think that that would have been a good opportunity to introduce Namor, uh, who was an original Illuminati in the comics. Also, could have tied into um, Black Panther, like Catalyst said. I think um, a lot of people were expecting a little more connective tissue to some of the other movies and stuff, and I don't think that was there. Um, but I also think that is a recurring theme in a lot of these Phase Four movies. Like I'm, I, you know, uh, some of us have talked about this off camera, just about where you know where do these movies fit in, whether it's the Eternals or Shang Chi, you know, Shang Chi, and I think this the connective tissue to other movies was less. Um, yeah. It, as Corwin has said, it felt felt like a uh, tie-in issue um, to me. But overall, it was, it was great. So that's pretty much all I got. All um, right, all right. So yeah, in the interest right. of time, we'll, we'll kick into reviews. But I, I totally agree, Forrest. That that is a good way to put it. Uh, I guess let's go camera-wise on reviews. So so I'll kick it off. Um, to be quick, uh, I don't have much more to say than I said about how I felt about it initially. Um, it, it was a a very enjoyable film. Definitely glad I saw it, uh, but I you know could totally do without seeing it seven times like we've done with other MCU movies. Um, so you know, uh, for a quick refresher too, if you haven't been with us since the the hiatus, we do our review system on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, we review the good and the bad. Our goods are known as SJs, uh, and our bads are known as star screams. So we uh, review those on each end of the spectrum on a, a one to five scale. Um, so I'm gonna give this movie three and a half SJs. I thought it was very serviceable. It was worth the time. It was a good movie. Didn't stand out for me or leave any like crazy marks on me as, as art or anything like that um i'll give it one star scream just because of how they did my boy black bolt uh but i'll be yes. honest there's 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 nothing distinctively i could say was awful or bad about the movie uh so, so yeah three and a half sjs one star scream that's catalyst verdict on it okay uh i'm gonna give it three and a half sjs as well and i'm gonna give it specifically stony jackson's Three Stony Jacksons, because the of the he's the, the from the era of you know the the kind of directing that 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 uh, this movie had. Yeah. Um, I felt like, and and I'm going to give it uh, two and a half star screams, and I feel like like Captain Marvel. This movie had so much it was trying to do. That it couldn't, that 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 the the story kind of became lost in it, you know. Like it 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 just it had to introduce America, it had to introduce the multiverse, it had to it, it had to introduce the dark hole, it had to introduce, you know, it had to reintroduce Wanda. All of these things that that um, 
it just felt uh like it was too much it was trying to do like like a like a tie-in issue it didn't feel it didn't feel like it had a, a grounding in what became before or had a grounding or had a clear direction of where it was going it was just kind of in the middle so because and i think that if if it if it wasn't for that factor i would have gone one more sj and one less starscream but that's where i'm at because of that splendid splendid who we got next nice i'll go um so i'm gonna give it four sjs i enjoyed it it was a you know, i saw it twice enjoyable movie uh it didn't drag on and in fact i think i could have handled a little more of the movie to because it did like corbin said it, it tried to do a lot so i i hear that there is at least 45 minutes or so that sam raimi cut um so i, I think i'd like to see some of that um you know see see what happened in there but overall it it did what it was supposed to do it, it was entertaining it was a different side of marvel um i i will give props to elizabeth olsen she did a great job in there like it wasn't cheesy it wasn't corny she you know she plays the role really well she you know when scarlet witch was first introduced i had the same feelings that catalyst had uh her powers are loosey-goosey I don't know what they're doing with this character. Um, and so over the years, just watching her grow, and, and WandaVision was excellent, uh, you know, showcase for her skills. But, you know, this, she was spot on. She was menacing when she needed to be. Yes. Uh, you know, her, she was loving with the kids. It, it was it was good for her. So four SJs for Star Screams, I'm going to give it two. Uh, one again for Black Bolt. I, I also wanted to see a little more dimension hopping. I was expecting to see a couple more cameos and nods. I guess that doesn't, it's not the, the movie's fault, but again, Marvel has hyped us up to have all these great expectations. Um, and so that, that let me down. And then I just thought some of the, just some of the sloppiness that that gap dimension shit, it just got me. <laughs> I just can't even, can't let it go. Um, <laughs> Nor should you. No, or should I? Um, but yeah, so there it is for, for, SJs and two Starscreams. Okay, uh, I'll go next. And I've just been taking some notes, some quick things I wanted to go over. Uh, my main beef is that it's not a multiversal movie. Like, I wanted to spend more yeah. time. I wanted to bend like 10, 20 minutes in each dimension. Like, they just blow. But that's what I'm talking about. Sam Raimi's not interested in doing that. He's not interested yeah. in being like in the paint dimension. I thought this movie was going to be like Kill Bill, where it's like animated for like 20 minutes. There's like a straight up animated movie for 20 minutes and stuff like that. Um, so I was very disappointed that we kind of go to like one or two just universes and, and like we don't really see that. Um, I was, I, I did like America though. I don't think we've talked a lot about America, you know, as being the first like uh, Latina character, the first queer character, she has queer parents, like all that diversity stuff I'm here for. I think that was great. I was a little worried about her powers because I read her in the comic books and I'm like, this bitch literally punches stars in the in a hole. I was like, how are they going to make that look in a Marvel movie? And they actually pulled it off. Like, she punches stars. And so um, a couple of my friends who are, you know, from foreign countries and not big fans of America are just like, really, you guys made a movie where now we have to say, we have to save America. America's our only hope. Like, and they were like, you guys are just really with this American propaganda. I was like, no, she's Puerto Rican. It's different. It's just, they're like, whatever, man, save it. But, um, you know, I will say, 
I hope they age her up and they put her in a little hot pants later. Probably not going to do that, but I would like to see that America. Doing too much. I had to, this is the doing too much meter. Let's not, the the, the thoughts of Double Black are not those of the Begin Podcast. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The other things I would say. He's like, I want to see No one called this out. Hey, man, I love the Harley Quinn look. I, I love Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. That's that's my look. If you say what's my favorite female superhero or like look for a superhero, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Full stop. <laughs> that's what I like. You know. So uh, blame my maker. <laughs> blame the that's person who made mate. me. Exactly. That's how I'm built. That's how I'm built. Um, no one out here called it out. The many people are saying online, "This is the I didn't I didn't catch this that this is the the '90s X Men." multiverse universe because that's the gold floating chair of professor x yeah. like the only time you really see that big fat gold floating chair is in the dun, 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 right, and that's right. the music that was playing underneath yeah. so shout out to the night like this multiverse they ended up is the 90s x-men un- like cartoon universe which marvel just acquired and they're rebooting and doing all that stuff so shout out to that, that i think that's an interesting thing and Corwin is right on point. Like a lot of people have been pointing out Reed Richards. This Reed Richards sucks. Like maybe, you know, we all as fans wanted John Kroniski and his wife to play Reed and Sue Storm. But like Reed Richards is like the smartest man alive and he's a great strategist. Like he's defeated Galactus. He wouldn't just be like, here's our play. Here's how we're going to do things and <laughs> stuff. So people are now regretting there's some buyer's remorse on like Reed Richards. John Krasinski is Reed Richards, even though he just officially quit. He had two more seasons of that, uh, uh, the, the, the Jack Ryan show, Jack and he Ryan. quit. Like, yeah, he hasn't officially announced anything for Marvel, but he's left his Jack Ryan contract on the table. As whereas Elizabeth Olsen has just signed on for another seven years for Marvel. So we're going to see more Scarlet Witch. So, But to your point, she crushed it. She was, did great. Um, but, yeah, the movie had a little bit too many cooks with them changing directors and changing plots. And my point was, I didn't mind the Sam Raimi, what he did with making her into Jason. It's just, he made, like, I want, I need all, like, Marvel spoiled me with the villains. I need them all to be as complex as Hela or Killmonger or Thanos. Like, she wasn't very, like, Sam Raimi, like, doesn't know how to do a very complex inspired villain, is my point. Is, is I didn't mind the stuff with her being like a Jason, Freddy, like, unstoppable force. That was great. The tension was great. It's just like, you know, her, she was almost Daenerysized in my mind, like Daenerys from Game of Thrones was just like, she's just a woman who wants her kids. Like, she wasn't very um, interesting as a character. And I, I don't think Sam Raimi was interested in doing that. He doesn't do inspired villains. He doesn't make Thanos. He doesn't make Killmonger and stuff Deadites. like that. Makes Deadites. Yeah, he makes Deadites. And so, um, yeah, and so, like, that, you know, that was kind of, like, my point is in... Oh, and one last thing I'll say. I saw Elizabeth Warren talk about this. Elizabeth Olsen talked about this. Is that they shot this at the same time and even shot this, a lot of this before WandaVision was shot. So she regrets shooting, because of COVID, that to shoot stuff, so much stuff asynchronous. And so she's like, we didn't know how WandaVision was going to end before we shot like half of this movie. And so that's why things don't make sense and where things are left and where her art goes and stuff. And so like that kind of like, you know, so having said all that, I would give this movie three and a half um, because I liked a lot of it, but I really wanted to spend more time in these alternate multiverses um, and see a couple of things. It was cool to see Photon, you know, Monica Rambo as Captain Marvel, but um, uh, I would probably oh, give it. Monica, though, wasn't that, no, that was Maria, right? 
Oh, Maria. Sorry, that Maria. 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 Yeah. That was Maria, right? And so I would have liked to see a little bit more of that. So I would say three and a half SJs and probably three star screens because there's just too much on the negative side for me. But I did enjoy it. It's a good movie. There's this as a hardcore Marvel fan, it's a little bit too much messiness with it. And I, the movie that it could have been, if it had done in the right order, would have been even more fantastic. So, Also threw some lore on that hover chair in the Discord group, because he be in that gold chair a lot. It's not just mm-hmm. the animated series. Yeah, it's not just the, it's not the, just the 90s animated series. He stays yeah. in that okay. gold chair. Uh, yeah. All right, Laser Beam, let's get it going, and then we'll wrap All it right. up. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, just to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, the yeah things... Um, I didn't like was yeah uh, t- uh, to everybody's point. Um, I wish they had gotten to the actual multiverse more. They need to get into that multiverse, actually get into it as opposed to just get into a universe where they cross on red lights and stop on green. <laughs> <laughs> that's my multiverse. Like stop it. Like that's not good enough as a for a multiverse. That's just France or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know. So like. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's what Europe looks crazy to me with the traffic and stuff. <laughs> and then, um, uh, so the other thing was, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. That's fair. All those points, uh, uh, like just said, are all fair. But I had a real good time. I don't know. I just had a real good time with it. I can't. I guess I came in with very low expectations for Raimi. It's it's my by far my favorite Sam Raimi uh, comic book movie. Um, I I like what he did with all the horror. I didn't need to complicate it, so I felt like she was deep enough. Like she's she wasn't no dark elf dude from Thor: Dark World, you know. You oh, know. the second the second Thor. Malekith. I like that movie. Yeah, Malekith. Malekith. I like that better than most people. But you're right, the villain was Malekith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malekith. There's too much light you in know, the universe. She was more complicated. You know, she has. You know, we've 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 been with her. She's she's a hero turned into a villain. Uh, if you know me, my favorite things are wizards. Um, uh, and then, uh, and then on top of that, wizards who go too far and get into the darkness and go crazy. And I'm like, she did that. And like, she did it good. And I was like, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth Olsen is crushing it. For me, she like crushed it even more. Uh, she, she was the, you know, like she stole the show for me, you know? So, uh, I was like, I'm, I was rooting for her. That's why I was cheering when she killed all those suckers, you know? <laughs> Black boat ain't no sucker. I would, yeah. I would watch. I would watch Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch Scarlet Witch just kill people all day. was <laughs> <Two> just <laughs> so. Uh, so for me, I'm giving this movie uh, four music notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> four SJ music notes. <laughs> four SJ music notes. I'm giving it one. Uh, <laughs> One star screen triple clef for uh, <laughs> that, that um, you know, not getting into that multiverse good good styles like that, like I wanted, you know. So four four ups, one down. That's I, that's late. All right. I, I did wait before we leave though. I do want to say that not only did Elizabeth Olsen do a great job, but um, a, a lot of in the comics, her story arc for the Scarlet Witch is about this redemption. You know, she she turns villain, she turns hero yeah. a lot. Um, and so I'm glad that they kept that. And she's, yeah, she's yeah. I, I, it, it is it is cool that because um, because really she's kind of like Legion. You know, she can literally bend reality to yeah. her, 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 her to her want to her mind. And anybody who's in that position 
Like, you know, if I could bend reality in my mind, it, things sure. would, you know, things get a little freaky. I'm saying, so, if, double, if Double Black could do it, everybody would be in a Harley Quinn outfit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I can't tell you Not everybody. You don't want everybody. That sounds like a big Frida song. Hot pants everywhere. Hot pants everywhere. Everybody. <laughs> but, I think um, that's an Ohio player song, Hot Pants and Everybody. <laughs> oh, that, that's skin tight. <laughs> Skin tight, but um, but on the reels, yeah, I, I do love the 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 wizard going mad with their own power and trying to come back from that. That that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Ooh. folks. Well, if you are glad to see us back, we're glad to be back with you. Please comment, like, share, subscribe, do all those things that you can do with the buttons on all of these pieces of media. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys in the comments. We'll be back very soon. Begin podcast out. Out. Peace, everybody.